0: And welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It podcast. I'm your host GB. I've got my boy Rye back with me for a special episode. Normally, I'd interview a guest, wrestling, films, football, MMA, anything, but this episode is a bit different. Um, on March fourteenth, two thousand and twenty-two, less than two weeks ago, the wrestling world sadly lost a uh, wrestling legends. Scott Hall, uh, also known as Razor Ramon, um, you know, the guy had changed the industry uh, without Scott Hall. I think wrestling would be very different. I put this on my Twitter um, at the time of his passing. I also I basically said we probably wouldn't have the NWO, the Monday Night Wars, DX, guarantee Contracts, uh, Bullet Club, the Elite and the list goes on. Um Ryan, I want to thank you for coming on. I know you've been on the show before. Um we're last time I know it was more positive way, but um, yeah. I know you were going about his passing. We were both lucky enough to meet him. We will talk about that in a moment. Um yeah. but before we do chat about that event, his career and moments, I want to ask you first, what was your your first memory of Scott Hall as a wrestling fan? Hey yo. Uh, (laughs) There's going to be a lot of impressions by Ryan in this episode. I'm all for it. it it. Um,
1: You know, I feel like it's the right thing to do. Um, Look, Literally, my first memory um, of Scott Hall is obviously the Razor Ramon gimmick. Um, That's when I was growing up. I was watching a lot of, as you know, uh, just for your viewing uh, public, I was watching a lot of the sort of early 90s, even late 80s on VHS, even though I was born in 90, you know, catching up with a lot of the old, uh, wwe stuff uh you know um, wwf obviously at the time and uh and ramon was as many people regularly say now the first kind of like liked heel wrestler if that makes sense yeah um, that does and yeah, a cool, say he made guy. it cool to be the bad guy yeah that's it yeah. and even as a young kid i kind of picked up on it like i found myself at the telly chanting Razor when i was meant mm-hmm. to be cheering the other guy you know and he kind of had that appeal and He obviously had the size, he he was big, he was strong, you know, he had had everything going for him. And then the Scarface gimmick, you know, the little vignettes and yeah, I just just got a buzz off it. I thought it was cool. Everyone was loving Hogan and to me it was too green. I wanted something a bit edgy and Razor was, was the answer to that for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, like the golden era, so they were larger and life characters, but Razor Ramon, like, I'm not no pun intended, but had that edge to him. There wasn't anyone like him. He, you know, he was the, the cool bad guy. It, it was hard to, you know, not to cheer him, and eventually he would turn babyface um, after having a run with one, two, three kids. And obviously he wouldn't actually turn heel until he would join WCW. I mean, his, his run in WWE was phenomenal. Uh, he was only really there for like three years, three, four years, when you actually think about it. And he yeah. achieved so much. He was a four-time Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, the, I think he pretty much, you know, elevated the ladder match. I know it was technically Brett and Sean, but that wasn't actually aired on TV, where Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, that match was May 10. I mean... The thing
1: pfft. is as well, man, Like you've got to remember, it's, a, it's the first ladder match at Mania. So, I mean, yeah. for, for that alone, I mean, Mania is where everybody watches, even the more casual fans will probably catch Mania, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where it was showcased. And... When I was when you were mentioning one two three, there I was mentioning like, yeah. you mentioned in Sean Waltman. Like, you've got to look back at the relationships Razor had outside of the ring, yeah. and I think most of his best work was done with his closest friends and yeah. the chemistry. Yeah. Shows, I agree with that because you said the work with Waltman, the work with Sean mm-hmm. in the ladder match. Yeah, um, even Diesel.
0: Like they had some really good matches. And Diesel as well. As well, as well.
1: Obviously, when Sean and Diesel were the heels and Razor was the face, and and all that kind of stuff. You know, it was it was clear to see, but now as years gone on and he went to wcw you understood he had close relationships with those guys in the back in wwf when it wasn't maybe as well known it was clear in the ring there was a good great chemistry between them yeah um and obviously a lot of people say it's a shame that he was never wwf champion and i've always thought about myself but then the last few years looking back at a lot of different shows and podcasts did he really need the belt well this is it because i was thinking if he had the belt and he was being being mega pushed would he have gone to WCW? And Probably then that not. would have been he a major money because obviously be. his that's best what, years and that's biggest what proof was WCW. And, uh, you know, I'll leave you to lead into maybe the, the start yeah. of the WCW. There is something,
0: just before we do jump into him joining WCW, well, technically returning because he was there as Diamond Stud. But that's just me being the actual yeah, smart. Course. But there is actually one other person I think he had really good chemistry with that we've not mentioned. Yeah. Bret Hart. They had two great matches on pay-per-view in 93, Royal Rumble and I'm not going through like his whole career, but these just yeah. stand out to me. Um I yeah. thought they really, really clicked, especially the match at King of the Ring. Um a, I know you both. Say, um, a lot of people say, mate, don't they, that Bret Hart is one of them wrestlers
1: that could get a match out of the post box and whatever. But look, the, the, the thing is, is that I I do believe there are wrestlers, AJ Styles comes to mind immediately, Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. he can get a match out of you know more stiff wrestlers, right? But you know, I still always think you need a bit of a dance partner. I mean, it's very, very it rare. It does to take two dance tango. partner. Yeah, they don't need to be the most technically sound, but they need to have the charisma. They need to carry themselves well in the ring, sell the moves well. And as you mentioned, Razor and Brett had some had some great clashes.
0: They did, they did. There's one thing I love about Razor, and I don't think to this day I've seen it done so well. His worked punches, oh. Chef's kiss for that one. Just the yeah. way the snap on them and the delivery on them. Oh, they just look so good. Like, you're actually getting want in the face.
1: You know, I'm not going to rip off someone else's, uh, someone else's work. There's a video I saw the other day in Tribute mm-hmm. to Razor, and they did mention this, and they said that other than just the punches, it was when Razor hit someone with a power move. Um, yeah. He would... Like the 4 you know, away slam. Yeah, like, you'd, you'd look at that person and think, oh, they're hurt. Like, that mm-hmm. actually hurts, you know, because he'd be giving them time to sell it on the floor. He wouldn't be jumping on for another match, another move, sorry. He'd be boasting in the corner or getting the crowd heat up. He knew where the cameras
0: were, you noticed that.
1: Yeah, getting the crowd heat up and, you know, waiting for them to sell the move as if it really Mm. hurt. And I think that made a big impact because he's a six foot six guy, powerhouse, you know, He's not six Like seven, If you look at Major's Edge, like, sit next to him. <laughs> it,
0: it does look in a way, depends who does it, not necessarily Scott Hall, but like if you do it, you see sometimes it just looks like softer shit. But the way he yeah. did it, because of his height, obviously that had an advantage. But like, yeah, it looks impactful, but no one ever got hurt from it. No, I was, about to, I was literally about to lead on to that. Another thing, great workup, because you look at a move like
1: the Razor's Edge, the Outsider's Edge, if you want to call mm. it. That move done wrong for Matt
0: Hyatt it literally hurt. was done not long ago sorry to cut you off just quickly but it was done no, on no, NXT no. the new one I don't necessarily watch it anymore but yeah. I saw it on Twitter and I saw a clip of it and it was actually I think it was just before he passed away actually and I saw it, it was like oh it was like a razor's edge but power bomb and it just did not look good like his head bounced back and it just oh yeah it look well, good. well we've seen we've seen
1: a little tiny bit of topic we've seen with the big E injury recently right wrestling has to be as, as, yeah. as well after as possible and I think if you look at some of the power moves like you mentioned a good one the fall away slam mm-hmm. the one-handed choke slam as well is another trademark you've got some good yeah I like of,
0: that
1: move kind of moves that Scott Hall would regularly put into his matches and they're all big moves you have a powerful mm-hmm. guy you know big built you know muscle built guy you know if any of these moves were done wrong you'd know and uh, mm. I don't remember. I, I, might I don't wrong, recall. I
0: don't, I don't recall. Not even Bret Hart, you know, he does like or anyone yeah. shooting on Scott
1: Hall saying another I thing. I don't actually, remember
0: this. Not necessarily the power moves. And I'm glad you did mention that because like they always look so impactful. But I think he doesn't necessarily get enough credit for how much he sold for his opponents. Even if it was a jobber, he was still yep. given a few moves.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, Shawn Sean Mortman match was originally uh, almost, a, almost a job, wasn't it, coming yeah. through when he was the very first coming through. And he, he obviously, I heard it Scott actually interview about that, and he said he wanted to give the guy, uh, you know, a moment. He wanted yeah. to, he agreed to take the loss, he agreed to do the match, and he, he wanted to do it. He could see a future in him. And obviously, we know they've got great chemistry backstage. They've become yeah. like, very best of friends. But as you say, that's another great characteristic in a big over-wrestler is to want to give someone else a shot as well, you know? Mm-hmm. When you mentioned selling, I have got to go on to the stunner, which <laughs> I'm not sure if that was quite yeah. rightly sold or a bit. I loved it personally. It's a I'm moment. Isn't it? It's a Ryan, moment,
0: I'm so. going to disagree. Like, you're my mate, but I'm going to disagree. I fucking loved it. Did, it's a moment. It I'll once, give you that. and then he did it again. It's just the way he jumps. I mean, if you, if you, okay, if you yeah. found that questionable, what did you think? A little bit off topic, but I want to know because I think listeners yeah. are going to mention it. The rock selling of the stunner. I thought it was gimmicky, but good yeah. in a way. And uh, what I was about to mention as well, the Scott Hall
1: thing, it might have been oversold, but it did create a moment and it was yeah. gimmicky and it was funny. I mean, the ma- what meant, else you remember that from the match? That was never meant to look Nothing. like a genuine reaction. It was just meant to create a crowd buzz and it did do that.
0: So, you know. It was funny, they must have spoke about it and it was a great little yeah, moment. They were like, actually I'll they click. were actually good friends, but they just didn't, they did not click. And to be fair, both of them weren't in good places at the time. Scott yeah. Hall, he, um, I don't know how true it was, but he went out the night before and Austin, after he would actually eventually walk out like a month or two later. And I think he actually walked out the night after and then walked out again. And then we did see him for a year, but they were actually good friends. Um, but we're going to talk about him joining WCW, uh, the yeah. Monday Night Wars, as I mentioned in the intro. You people Best period wrestling who I am. I am I right in saying that? What was that?
1: Best period in wrestling.
0: Am I right in saying that? I, I mean, Wars? No, that I, be, right? I, I, I'm going to have to agree it was. I mean, yeah, I grew up before it. But in terms of the attitude era, the Monday Night Wars, I mean, that was just at its peak. I, it's never going to get like that. I'm sorry when people said the Wednesday Night Wars. Sorry, just behave. <laughs> like it's, not, no. it's not the case. There's a,
1: there's a standout phrase as well that signified the beginning of all of this and he said it you want a war you're gonna get one mm-hmm. and Which it stands true up. because that literally set the tone for all of it it was nash yeah. and hall coming into wcw props to eric bischoff here by the way he, this was amazing work
0: but absolutely
1: made them play wwf guys invading wcw without mentioning the brand mm-hmm. and, and having them actual as well. it was exceptionally well done mm-hmm. because you watched that and you thought I remember watching it with my granddad years ago, and I watched mm. it, and I went, "Granddad, they're WWF guys. Now they're going to come over and fight WCW guys. This is going to be really good, you know." And not once did they mention the company name, but they
0: insinuated it. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, so well. from New York," like sort of little things like that. Yeah, he exactly, still had the man. Everyone reasons, was going like that was Scott Hall.
1: Yeah, he, well, he was doing it for a couple of weeks on his own, wasn't he? Yeah, before Nash,
0: and then before he got Nash in, like the, you know, the yeah. big guy. That's why I say he started the whole Monday Night War. He started yeah. the whole thing. And the fact that it just because he wanted just a little bit more money and he wanted to go to Japan for a few days so he can get paid there as well. And beans was just like, mm, uh, I don't know, I need Mark Mero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know how that's the case. I mean, the last bit, but the, the, the first bit was yeah. true. Scott Hall yeah. himself said that in past interviews. And it's just, yeah. it's crazy. Like, if he had stayed... Pff- we be having this conversation, like just, uh, not 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 talk about his passing, but in terms of no, the attitude of course, era, yeah. the NWO, and you know, well, those we'd, rumors we'd, have, we'd fucking...
1: give him a tribute, I'm sure, but we would have said something like the WrestleMania match, the IC title run, and where else can he go? I mean, there wasn't the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. I mean, say, I've sadly, elevated... the last
0: few things of his WWE run, you know, I think I can see why he wanted to like go away. Was a diaper match with one, two, three kid, who's his mate, but he's just come back from a stinker, well, not stinker, but an odd feud with Goldust that he didn't feel comfortable with and losing to Vader. That, right.
1: that wasn't a good feud.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, no, it's just because he felt comfortable knowing that and then they make they put him in that position, you know, when his wife's watching it as well. And can understand it. And I understand business is business, but that was a time when it was all, this was kind of new and, you know, very like... <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, look, my, my, look, Monday Night Wars, obviously, as you said,
1: Nash then come into it, and then obviously the Hogan turn, which is obviously yep, the, beach. the biggest hill turn in wrestling and one of the biggest moments in wrestling. Probably is. It probably is. Um, but, you know, Hall, obviously not the star at that moment. And that's probably Hogan, but he's there. He's one of the guys. Wouldn't have worked
0: without Scott His
1: whole thing off,
0: you know. I don't care um, what anyone says. You put Savio um, Vega in that position, it's, it's <laughs> not going to take off, right? No, no.
1: Because yeah. you need charisma. And yeah, like you know, to
0: me, for like about a year or two, he was still probably my favorite NWO member, if I'm being honest. Like him and Nash and Hall, when uh not Hall, sorry, Walkman would join, like the outsiders, yeah. and just they still had that click element. They were the they were the cool guys. I mean, Hogan was cool, but it kind of lost that coolness quite quick, in my opinion.
1: The NWO grew, and it grew too big, and it became as we spoke about on previous videos with... with yeah, I mean, we, we spoke with, about it with Adwell. other
0: wrestlers. Um, I, ha- you know, countless of YouTube videos have mentioned the downfall of the NWO, the rise of the NWO, and the modern Wars. We won't harp on it too much. No,
1: Scott, of course not. But what I'm saying yeah. is, as big as it grew, Hall, mm-hmm. Nash, and Waltman remained cool. It yeah. doesn't matter how big that group was, you noticed them guys, because they had the charisma.
0: Yeah. I really like their feud. And I it's one of those feuds I've had to go back and appreciate more. It's the feud with Piper and Flair. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was just really good because they, they generally, like, there was a backstage heat as well. And I do, I do remember uh, Kevin asked said the Arran uh, oh, Anderson impression. I mean, I, I shouldn't laugh <laughs> because, like, then you actually find out it pissed off on Anderson and Flair. It did quite I, a
1: lot, yeah. <laughs>
0: my my dog spot It's just, like, I, they were my guys, the NWO, man. I'm, I'm going to cheer for them.
1: Well, this is it. This is what Hall did in WWF. He the first guy you cheered for, he was a heel. Yeah. And obviously, he brought that to WCW. And then the NWO over the heel faction, but they were immediately cheered. And mm-hmm. you go back to watching 95, 96, 97 WCW, every one in two members of the audience is wearing an NWO shirt. I yeah. mean, it took over.
0: It was global. And he did, like, like the it... survey. Oh, I made the survey, man. And just the primers, like if you notice, any time he got it, if the word would be saying it word for uh, word, for word, so the crowd would be following every word. They'd be listening. And one, like, what, one thing y'all.
1: I think, one thing I think is, is that the, uh, what do you call it? Podcast audience would love to hear is their host give a
0: survey i'll let you do it i'll let you do it because you do quite, no no this is for you you're, your, no, no, host. no you're a co-host for this episode right and because <laughs> you do quite a good scott hall impression i'm gonna allow you to do it man honestly like that this is a, this isn't a i'm co-hosting or hosting we're both just celebrating no. one of our favourite wrestlers that passed that's away. very
1: true that's very true so if i mess do it, this bro. up completely if i
0: mess this up completely then uh, bear with me we'll, let, um... we'll see it in the comments don't worry
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all But who came here to see WCW? Or who came here to see the NWO survey says one more for the good guys. There you
0: go. Love it. there is another <laughs> quote that I want you to do in a minute, but I just want to talk about like I know where you're going with this. I know exactly with it. where you're going. It's with. like I want you to do it, man. With like for the listeners, right? They're probably like, they don't know why we're laughing, right? And I'm not cutting like, any of this. This is just like I told you, this, you I feel this so, is a like, different so.
1: type of video. It's two lifelong friends remembering uh someone who changed their childhood. And yeah, i I hoping it's people appreciate it for what it is. We're gonna get things wrong, we're gonna say goofy yeah. things. Like, I'm not, fun. I'm
0: not like looking on Wikipedia, like. Like some some certain host that live in Canada, no, that's not a dig. But yeah, like I'm just literally like talking to you, having a laugh. There's things I'm probably getting necessarily wrong with myself. I just I but I will always have those memories. But there is a few things want to yeah. talk about just before I get, I'm gonna get you to that impression uh, when exactly. match not matcha man. Yeah, it actually is involved in matcha man when uh, Ric Flair wins the title. It's on YouTube by the way, so we'll do it in a minute. Anyway, um, there's a few things I want to mention. Hot Scott Hall, so we talked about his run. Obviously, his run in WWE didn't necessarily end in a high. He would ultimately be released. There was a few issues. He'd actually had one moment in ECW. wasn't televised. It was really cool. That was pretty fun. I enjoyed that. Comes out to Fuji, ready or not. Wrestle's just incredible. Another person probably owes his career to Scott Hall. and let, let him travel with him. You know, there's so many people. Yeah, I've heard that,
1: actually. I saw that the other day. I saw a more in-depth talk that I hadn't seen in the past with just mm-hmm. incredible. He mentioned that... He was kind of like jobbing and not really getting over, and yeah. he went on the road with Scott. And Scott taught him so much ring craft and yeah. charisma in the ring and build a character, and kind of gave him a chance, really.
0: Because uh, because really cool. Justin Credible was traveling with Road Agents, and Scott was like, "No, no, 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 you look like a stooge." And then, and he has confirmed. A lot of people do forget Justin Credible was actually, it was a Clip member that has been confirmed by other clip members
1: okay i wasn't aware of that so you know i think i know a lot about the because well, yeah. he learns something new every day um, hey, there you
0: go he okay, so was, like, was, was like fuck off he was he actually was uh, like, it's, it's on youtube you can find it like
1: i'm not yeah, yeah no I, I believe you um but, that's cool that's cool
0: but he would actually return to wwe 2002 um up until mania i thought it was awesome like the promo vince cuts, I'm going to inject it with a little dust. And he spins the chairs at like the NWR. Yeah. It's awesome. And the, the promo that they cut at No Way Out. And soon Scott, I think Scott holds the first one to speak. And he's just like, and he, he pa- pa- pauses it, holds it in for a bit. And he's like, hey. yo, And the fans go apeshit.
1: I love that first promo they did when they acted like, we're we're only here for a chance. We want to work with some of the wrestlers. We are the good guys, you know, you just, you know, all this like, and everybody watching knew this was absolute nonsense. Yeah. Everybody knew. But But the way they delivered it was still great. And yeah. But going back to the Vince thing with the NWO chair and all that, like that gave me so much hype. But I did like WWE NWO. I did. I did like it. But it wasn't a patch on WCW, NWO. Yeah. And I really had slightly higher expectations for it. And as you mentioned, Hall wasn't there for too long.
0: He yeah. had his own demons. He had his own uh, issues. Kevin Ash was injured. And Hulk Hogan, yeah. the fans loved him. They just couldn't turn their backs on him.
1: They had to turn him face because he was just getting cheered in every arena.
0: So, yeah. I mean, that match against yeah. The Rock, I mean, but we're not here to talk about Hulk Hogan. But I mean, I think anyone's listening to this episode is going to know exactly what we're talking about. But the promo yeah. that we, I think is very underrated at that moment, they're out there for about. I don't know, about 10 minutes, but the fans are loving it. It's, it's just visually, it's cool to see all three of them in the ring, which probably hasn't been seen at that time, I don't know, since like 1997. I think moments like that, and I think, you know, standout promos and
1: that in the WWF or mm-hmm. WWE early early WWE days were massively, massively helped by, again, this is a video again about Scott Hall, so I'm very quickly touching on this. One it. of, in my opinion, the number one re-announcer of all time, which is JR, who makes these moments I think in my opinion and when he's like I never thought I'd see B3 guys back in a ring and you know it just really gets behind it and you know you get the he tried to give you flashbacks of Monday Night Wars like without it mentioning it if that makes sense.
0: It, it, it was really well done. Yeah. And uh, not like when Sting wrestled Triple H at fucking which involves Scott Hall taking a bump, which is awesome. Like this fucking pacemaker. But it like the, the commentary, JBO and Carl, the man in that wars are over. They've been over for like 16 years. For oh, fuck's sake. Yeah.
1: That have, off. Yeah.
0: but that's that's another story but actually i heard about oh, very quickly cool. i heard
1: a, i heard a really bad report on that match today it was like mania history or something and look it wasn't a technical wrestling match i like classic. it i still like all it all the faces it's that turned up during pills. that match all the all the legends in that match in the ring you just have a moment like match. the
0: like, thing was 56 or something Triple H wasn't a young guy and it was just i thought it was a fun match i don't i, I think, do feel I, if i rewatch I, it i
1: think they went quite well you know, they took some bumps, i think it was a good match
0: I think some fans are still sour because Triple H won. Okay, maybe shouldn't have, but it's done. There's not much you can do about it. And people still should have been on take. Well, it's just not happening. Get over it. Like, move on. Yeah. Get over it. I, I liked it. I like the way that Triple H being in it. The build is good as well. build is really probably, good.
1: I did want it to be Taker at one point, but it didn't work out that way. It ended up <laughs> being with Triple H. Um, and Triple H bringing DX and NWO together. Where he's got
0: relationships with a clique, relationships yeah. with DX. It was cool. He was probably responsible for most of it, and it was cool. It was cool. I, re- I really like that moment. There's a few things I want to go back on. One thing I really like about Scott Hall, right? And look, it wasn't it wasn't in the best state, but I really appreciate like what he did. Basically, there was um you might see it on YouTube, there's a clip where a comedian makes a joke about Owen Hart. He says, okay. Oh uh, Iron Sheik's career fell faster than Owen Hart did, you know, to his death, right? And it just didn't you go know, down I, I, well. You're in a room full of no. wrestlers, right? And yeah. Scott Hall, right? He's strong, he's, he's but he has got like the main. What was he's doing? It he reacts and wants to kick the shit out of this comedian because he was yeah. really close. Brett Hart's confirmed this, by the way, that they were actually really close. I think they travelled in Europe and they wrestled a lot and they were just friends. Um, yeah, I've seen I've seen pictures of him and Scott. Yeah, and I think like, people I only remember Scott Hall for that moment. Being people try to put it like he's in the wrong. It's like no, he's sticking up for his friend that tragically died, like a horrific death. And yeah. it's the fact that he's literally going out of his way to make it be known that that's not okay to say that, about my friend. And I really expect that. Okay, yeah, fair absolutely. enough. <laughs> You're not fair to say that. And, but it's hard in the right like,
1: place, 100%. And, and, another thing which leads back a bit to Scott Hall, and, uh, you know, I, I, I loved the influence Scott Hall had on my life. It'd be hard to say mm-hmm. I loved Scott Hall. I didn't know him well enough, but I respect Scott Hall so greatly. And when, you know, he was uh, on a... Uh, there's a well-known kind of downfall video which is hard to watch but obviously it it's the crazy. ESPN one and like, I think it may be. It's when, when Steph
0: he... says like oh we've paid for him like yes. It is that video but it's when you Ria. see yeah, this, yeah.
1: this absolute dickhead and I will call him out if he's watching dickhead promoter who brings I, Scott event exactly. yeah pushes him in front of the curtain and when you mention sticking up for your friend Sean Walkman is behind Scott there and he's no, like, You're and it was, it was, um, in front of a live Walkman. crowd. It was um, Just incredible it was also um, Walkman him
0: literally yesterday I'm no, sure he's, talking wasn't.
1: About, he's talking about the footage,
0: mate. He's no, no, no there. He's, there. he's He's in the interview. No, 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 I'm not denying that. But he wasn't actually yeah, yeah, at yeah. the show. It was actually no. He wrestles with just incredible with in the show. Yeah, Scott does.
1: He wrestles with just incredible. Oh,
0: no, Mark no, we're getting, we're getting confused. Right. Well, what I'm saying is, Waltman was on the documentary talking about it. Yes, of, But he wasn't actually at yes, the show. Does. Scott Hall, no. wasn't.
1: I'm saying he wasn't at
0: the show. He was referring. He was
1: reflecting yeah, on. Yeah yeah, We've yeah, 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 perfect. We got people are going
0: to be like, "What the fuck is?" But anyway, anyway, <laughs> continue, 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 This is what we mean about a live show. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Well, it was not live, but I'm not going to edit this. Um, yeah, I will edit. So so, it. so, so that's the thing. The thing
1: is, right? As I say, Scott Hall defended Owen I mean, Hart, and sean walkman defended Scott Hall. And what I'm trying to say by that is, is that in the West wrestling industry, some people don't like the click some people do. But what comes around and goes around, then you stick up to your friends, and them guys think of them thicker than blood you know they would look after each other and when scott was on hard times and someone still pushing him in front of a curtain when he can't even stand properly it's so hard to watch it's, it's really there's really actually idiots watch. in the crowd as well heckling him about relapsing and stuff i yeah. mean it's, it's hard to see i don't want to spend too much time on it because it's an upsetting moment but yeah it, it's, the it's idea specific. is that it's just the like, guys oh, they oh, stay strong I'm... they back each other and you know but the thing he'd actually been at
0: hospital like it wasn't it's just fucked the situation i mean anyone hasn't seeing what we're talking about, what we just sort of went back and forth on um, prior to yeah. Ryan actually explained it, it is on YouTube, just put Scott all ESPN, Um it was before the resurrection of Jake Snake documentary and DDP Yoga and the Hall of Fame but it sort of makes you appreciate what DDP did for Scott Hall, um, which I want to talk about. Because, I'll be honest, yeah. I really want to talk about his TNA run. There isn't really a lot to say. A lot of it was just him getting sacks and, um, you know, just basically not putting if, on if good I, performances. I can, I can quickly
1: pick out two highlights from the TNA run. It's the
0: Kingsman Kings rare slit. No, no, it's not
1: that. <laughs> it's the theme music. Yes!
0: Good um, show. I
1: love that song. And And it is the... Reunion, be it very short, when they do another. No, Hill you turn can right off on that one.
0: No, you was with, they, I was with you on this one, but no, the band and they I get back together. To and it's, it's a little moment. Them, like, it, my hair's awful, but I remember like he just used to. Go, oh, we're the band when we spend nights out, and just like, I was just like, no, we're not. <laughs> I hated it. I like Eric Young, right? But he had no place. Like he did not belong in, in the click of the rebrand or whatever it was. No, they they heel turned on him, though, didn't they? They, they, yeah, they, I think he joined... Yeah, I can't, I can't I'm trying to remember the story. Bubba the Love Sponge. And, you know, so they, was, they turned on Nash Scott and Hall, um, Kevin Nash, and then Nash turned on them, and then they were tagged Yeah, it was Young. Nash and Young against Six and, and uh, Scott Hall.
1: And I, uh, I, I, Six, like Six and I Scott, Scott Hall this. won. They got TNA contracts. And uh, Nash gets in the match, goes to hit Scott Hall, power bombs mm. Young, and then tags, uh, tags himself out, and then allows um, Scott Hall and Six to pin, double pin Eric Young. And they all start throwing the band back together, playing a distorted version of the WALPAT tune, trying to relive the 90s. And it,
0: it, it, look, as I said, not great, but... I thought thought it was shit, personally. Nostalgia. NWO 2002... Which I I honestly I've got a soft spot for it. Like, I remember like Walkman. I, was, I hated when Booker T joins, like, Oh, he was an original member. But I did my Scott uh, not Scott Hall, well, Shawn Michaels, because he's part of the clique and they were actually friends. So I didn't mind him in it. But that's just nice. that, that's just me being nitpicking a bit of a mark. But the TNA run because he did. I think he had like three runs there. The original one when it was like um, in Nashville, which was owned by the Jarrett's. And he wasn't too yeah. bad he was in shape him and jared actually had a fun match i actually watched that not long ago don't ask why it was before his death but the teenage one the less said the better Fucking dreadful. That that's that yeah, last I one
1: i think this is where i say people are trying to get the, the the best scott hall when the guy is struggling in life and uh, yeah i
0: mean he wasn't a good place in life like uh, no. no one time waits for no man in terms of like your age and you know there's only so much you can do in terms of your body. Of the injuries are going to pile up as well. And you watch the matches, I think it was against the Dudley boys, which is sad. And like, it wasn't, not to say he was at fault with this, Dudley's weren't exactly, in my opinion, I think they're a bit overrated, especially in TNA. I just didn't really enjoy the work. That's good. They're known,
1: known known they're known for like high spots. and good Yeah. Players. Like a lot of you carry a long match. You probably lose momentum halfway yeah. through. Give me
0: give me some Steiner brother matches over the Dudley boys matches. I honestly mean that. That's probably a controversial take, but sign the was all day long for me one holler if you hear me <laughs> <laughs> sorry i Sorry, talking about scott hall not scott signer but we could actually do another yeah. episode on uh, that i actually heard about scott hall though being uh, uh scott signer sorry being
1: with scott hall when he passed is that, is, that, is that true Have you heard
0: that i don't believe so I, I know ddp was the one that found him and then they went for the hip surgery um because they, he actually been he fell over and he actually been on the floor for a while so like right. ddp wants to check on <laughs> him and then obviously yeah. a few days, and then Morton was actually going to live with him. Because um, one thing I noticed, um, we are going to go back to the positive. But one thing I did notice is quite sad was, you know, in the NWO, I went to the Hall of Fame last year. Yeah, I did. I think I had Mark message It's like Scott Hall doesn't look hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? He did,
1: he did, and it, it was obvious as well. Unfortunately, yeah. to see, when we'd seen all the great work done by Dallas, and this is called this video. I'm sure is going to be called tribute to Scott Hall. But oh, absolutely. As a, as a, as a, as a. Uh, a hero of mine, Scott Hall, and seeing yeah. him have more great years and, you know, rehabilitated years, Yeah, I want to make a very short tribute to Dallas because of work he's oh, done with like, lots mate, of heroes. Did, of mine, like, he's, he's
0: forget fantastic. Mother Teresa, let's applaud BDP. Um, you had to do it, didn't you? No, you're
1: right. That man has that gave, cool, cool. that, that gave, that that gave one of the guys that I grew up with, admiring more years with his life his family his friends because he's helped he literally gave him probably 10 years of his life i'm not even exaggerating No, that you're not. He, I agree. he literally I agree. turned his life around and you've got to give you've got to give props to that and he's done it with jake and he's done it with lots of great wrestlers as well um you know he's, he's a great guy uh yeah. he really just genuinely seems to be a great guy but touching on back on your point george when you saw scott at the hall of fame it, yeah you're right it we, we thought Dallas had kind of solved the yeah. puzzle but, and there were signs again that he wasn't, he wasn't then himself. We, I've
0: read on, I think it was an interview that he did and apparently lockdown, he just wasn't, he wasn't coping very well. Um, just being yeah. isolated and just like being on his own and just, you know, no, like this isn't here. We don't want to harp on it and talk about negative because like, no one's perfect. Like I mean, we wouldn't, we wouldn't shame him for that at all. Like we, we still love the guy. I mean, we we're not friends with him. We didn't, we weren't, but we looked up to him. He was a hero to both of us. And We actually got to meet him uh, a couple of years ago when the NWO did the UK tour, um, which really I think I mentioned nice. in the beginning. And it was, it was Scott Hall, Sean Waltman, and Kevin Nash. And it was, it was poorly organized. It was, I think it was Ministry of Slam. Uh, I can't remember the venue. It was, it was actually quite a long time ago now, and it was just it before was in, um... the Hall of Fame. When yeah. the first hall of fame, which I will I will I really want to talk about that in a minute because that's what I want to remember Scott Hall for and that yeah, the epic line that everyone was quoting all week long, which I will sign off with from the show. But the show itself, I went with you and my brother, who actually got me into wrestling, uh Alex, shout out if you've watched this episode, thank you very much. And the show itself, I mean, if you can tell the listeners uh how your experience was, and I can just sort of add oh, to it. Oh,
1: it was so it was so cool. Um like as you say, the organisation was shocking. Uh, that was terrible. And uh, had this not been seeing three guys that legitimately changed the business, yeah. um, I would have been frustrated. But nothing was bringing me down on that night, meeting these yep. guys and turning them to and their
0: faces.
1: What it meant to what it meant to us to, uh, yeah. you know, to have had them matches and growing up with their, their entertainment. And I, I genuinely told Scott that he was, he was my favourite. You did, um, you did. You know, you, made, you asked me to make sure I did that and I'm really pleased that I did. Yeah. And he was like, everyone's favourite is Hogan. And I, and I said, no, no, no. I said, the NWO, you are my favourite. I said, you started yeah. it all. And uh, he didn't have an, an awful lot to say. And I, I, I'm not saying he was a shy yeah. person. No, no, player, no, no. But but I mean, clear I mean, didn't
0: help That was a massive thing. But period. he just seemed very organized. humble. But he, 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 he can tell, like, and, what you said meant
1: a lot to him. Yeah, and it seemed like not many people would be sort of signalling him out as one of the better guys in the group, and I'm shocked by that. Yeah. Um Because to me, like I said, Monday Night Wars, the first few weeks was carried by Scott Hall, and then Nash joined in. Yeah. And if you'd put, as Booker said, Stavio Sa- Vega, I mean, that's just a name, but if you'd put anyone in the ring... <laughs> so there's nothing to get served by the
0: way I'll
1: I'll go with with Lex Luger if you'd have put Lex Luger in the ring uh, can can I I just mention this by the way
0: I hated Lex Luger in the Wolfpack I like Lex Luger I'm a big fan (laughs) got his autograph and everything but in the Wolfpack Hated it. it. Just wasn't natural. So it was kind of. Cringing. I Lex was your hero, <laughs> mate. Lex Express. I will stick up for. uh be your hero. No, I've seen your signing
1: when you, you, you yeah boy. It yeah, it's on my YouTube by the way. If anyone wants to see it,
0: me getting that virtual signing with Alex Luger. Quite cool. actually. <laughs> Very good
1: stuff. but Yeah, uh, no, but no. no the, uh, this is again no story. dig at Lex Luger, no dig at anybody else. But it took with a words. big, big charismatic character who really bought the the, the gimmick.
0: Mm-hmm. And had
1: already experienced what it like, what it's like to be a heel, but has to still get over the crowd. And yeah. how he took over the Monday Night Wars intro was just special, as, as we touched on earlier. Um, it was. But, no, you but want meeting to those in guys, I'm in the photo. I'm sure yeah, you the still got a photo. I've got the sign in the NWO top. Yeah, you've actually
0: got that um, sign framed. Um, is it? Uh-huh. Is it in your? Is it in your place or your parents' it's,
1: place? It's it, it, it's kept it's kept away safely. Uh, it's at my? Yeah. At my parents in their in their loft. it's yeah. nice and safe because well, I'll, the I'll, I'll, I'll signatures to get the... have like danger of rubbing signs. off, and I'm not allowing that to happen. So, oh
0: so, mate, you got to be well careful with that. That's it. So
1: that's tucked away safe. I mean, look, I do remember them all signing it extremely drunk, which <laughs> is funny. Not mostly
0: Nash. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The signatures aren't yeah. actually very good because I'm using some really shit pen, like a silver pen. Yeah. no, yours is gold, wasn't it? I think yours is gold or silver. I can't remember. Uh, well, I can't remember now, mate. Yeah. Uh, I remember I remember, I remember you getting it signed, but we'll see. Yeah, all I know is it Nash that Nash is trying...
1: All I know is that Nash is going. I'm not sure if his pen's working. And Walkman's holding the shirt to my chest, going, "Just sign his fucking shirt."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was so cool. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I felt bad, man. Like, like I'm just uh, this is a sort of first time telling the story. Like I'm not not a bit of a negative light, but like I think because they were pissed off how it was organised. They were. I don't know if they actually did it ultimately for free because they knew there was fans there. Because they by the time they arrived. I don't think they got paid in full. I don't think that. I don't know the full arrangements, but I know that everyone got fucked over, not just the fans, but the guy yeah, faced yeah. a heart attack and there was things to it. There might be some UK listeners that actually might have been there or know about this. If there are, reach out to me. My details are in the description below. Please subscribe. But yeah, so it was probably one that Nashville's drinking this massive bottle of wine next to Hall. And like, this is when I think he's just come out DDP Young. It's like... Oh. But, I mean, maybe it's a test, but, you know, I don't think he's doing it malicious. I remember seeing that. But I remember Nash was, a bit, I think he was a bit hammered. And he was, he, like you said, he was trying to sign that shit pen. I just don't think he was in the best of moods. Because I think they are just like, we're not probably get paid for this, are we? <laughs> well, it was defeat. It, it went late.
1: It was poorly organised to pay. Yeah. To I mean, right. we, as I
0: said earlier, we missed the last fucking train. I mean, like, I we had to drop everything. Not-
1: these guys did not let down their fans. No. And that's uh, that's really I the audience, the organisers, organisers certainly let us down that night, but them yep. three guys certainly didn't It let was down their
0: that. last show, I believe. They uh, I think they went out of business after that. Ministry of Slam. If anyone knows there what happened go. to them, please comment below. Because uh, I've actually tried to do some digging to find out what happened to them. But <laughs> yeah, I couldn't actually find out. I've, I've read some more stories about the owner. Can't remember his name don't really care that much anymore but to be honest i've got lifetime memory out of it now even the actual event when they did the q a and or telling stories that was fun um i kept shouting virgil <laughs> it's actually on youtube by the way it's on youtube some fans uploaded it i think they're filming it on their phone and you, you see me the link asap
1: that it's moment was amazing what Food about, about virgil, virgil. <laughs> and kevin nash goes why do you want virgil and it was just excellent, it was amazing.
0: It's just I was loud enough just for them to hear it. It was brilliant, man. Oh, just man. put
1: it into context, we we're a very long way away at this point, right? They're doing their introductions, yeah. and Shouts out Virgil, it was a moment, <laughs> guys. It really was. Um, I can't
0: remember it was like, who's your favorite, like NWO member. I was like, Virgil, <laughs> I did it one, two, three, three times. We've been in the event for five minutes, it worked, and then I did it like, and then I did it one or two, three times, and just like. Whew, I was just
1: like, oh, okay. Sure. We've been in the event, haven't we? About five minutes. And the uh, fact, we've been in there five minutes. Everyone's marking out, seeing these guys in the flesh. And Buka has his name acknowledged by Kevin Nash immediately. That's
0: pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> that. I was just like, <laughs> I think if any of the listeners, like, you know, that listen to me since from, like, day one or whatever, anytime Virgil's mentioned, I'm just going to crack up. Like, I'd love to get him on, but I don't want to, like... Yeah, I probably end up like giving him like ten grand or something. Or something someone bad will happen to me if I was to arrange Virgil to come to the show, and I don't want to put myself through it. Like, I've I'll just keep. I'll keep the myth up because there's a reason why it's lonely Virgil. Like, yeah, he's he's a funny fucker though. Like, fuck money.
1: There's a lot. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, memes and people are around about prices for signings and stuff. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. But what um, we yeah, have to
0: that. mention as well, right? Um, a lot of shows, right? These days, when you go to conventions, meet and greets, or whatever, and even with this festival and they're so expensive. We paid for what we paid, right? Don't get it wrong, it's poorly organised. But I look back and smile, knowing that I met like my childhood heroes. For 30 pounds. And that's including the photo, the show, the QA, uh a, a oh, let me try again. A professional photo and autograph. So I think I've got two signatures. And if you got the t-shirt signed, um, I mean that, that if that was to happen like last year or something, when they are all round, that would never be that price. Like you're probably gonna get about two hundred at least. If that, at least, I mean, at, least. At, at, at the fucking lowest amount.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and, and like you say, you know,
1: we're, we're, we're here talking about Scott and talking about yeah. his memory. And that's one of our memories with Scott. And you can't mm. put a price on that. You know, he's nah. no longer with us. This is such a, Unfortunately, he's no longer with us. You
0: know, uh, mm. it's... But well, I look back know, and smile at, at
1: the show. Yeah, this is it. And it's memories, isn't it? And anyone yeah. watching the show, I'm sure there'll be people watching the show that have met, you know, wrestling yeah. legends and maybe even Scott Hall himself, you know, just just think about now, you know, you've had that experience yeah. and you know, you got to thank that guy for what he gave to your career and yeah. sorry your childhood and your memory. Especially you, because so. he was
0: like your number one. Like yes. I remember like you were so yes. not, not not nervous, but you were so like Probably was happening, and I was so happy to see that exchange. I mean, I was happy myself, but I was, just, I yeah. think I said to Kevin Nash, like, I, I tried to be funny and mentioned Magic Mike, and he just he, he literally you know, sold it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's another thing as well when you when you hear on wrestling that people aren't really about height. Well, I'm, I'm a good six foot three, and Kevin Nash is a giant of a man. I'll tell you that for a fact, he's a big, big guy.
0: Yeah, some people mm-hmm. are very like Jericho surprised me, like, I think he's the same height as me, but on TV, like, he looks. Like he he just really really carries himself like a star, but that's a different person. But yeah, just just a few things to mention. Then I will about the show up because uh, yeah. I think we had a laugh and a good catch up. I think yeah, sure. that we've been Absolutely. able to speak this long already in in a way about someone you know just was just uh, some people like go oh just a wrestler oh you didn't you didn't you know he wasn't your friend like I saw him week in week out for like yeah. multiple years, not just. Well, what people yeah. need to remember is, you know,
1: in the '90s, you know, we're we're like what about a year apart in age, you know. For the yeah. '90s, we you know we're growing up in the same era, mm-hmm. and we're we're children, and we're yeah. growing into like young adults, and these people influence us, yeah. And they do. Not 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 yeah. to influence us to go out and do raises and edges on people, but I'm saying these people influence us to like, like you that. know, yeah, yeah. To, to to you know, but they, they they they're people you look up to, and you know, wrestling, you know, it is it, entertainment, and people want to go, it's fake, it's real, or whatever you take a resting move and, and it hurts you know it's are so taking that. a bump you take a bump and it hurts but mm-hmm. what, what i'm going to say is is that these people put injury even life on the line i mean hard people like that you've mentioned who were unfortunately lost due to tragic accidents you know yeah,
0: yeah.
1: They, they put their life on the line to entertain yeah. and roll every time they them, step
0: out there just literally one truth. move can
1: go wrong like look at drawers you know paralyzed well this is it this is what i'm saying and you know in scott hall was doing the moves. He was doing things right, and he was getting booed and getting cheered. But he was loving, and he even spoke about it in a recent uh, talk before obviously he passed. But your, he said, I walked out in front of say sixty thousand people, and I'm one of the reasons they're there. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. That's the feeling I want to bottle and never lose. And he appreciated his fans. That tells you right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we appreciated him, and you know we'll miss him greatly.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, this is. Just- there is still like things we just haven't touched on. Like uh, the fact that Crow Sting, which took off and one of the reasons, another reason why WCW were beating WWE, that was because yeah. of Scott Hall came up with the idea. Like just little things like that. And apparently like he was so creative. I think even Kevin Ash was saying in interviews, like there's one person who should work as a creative who is a pick You he always say Scott Hall. He was so creative when his mind was focused. Um, and yeah, he would actually help a lot of people as well. And, you know, I think yeah. I said earlier about his, his selling and, yeah, okay, like okay, look, the click wasn't always positive sometimes, but at the same time they were mates. And I respect that, you know, your mates got your bait, has uh, got your back, not bake, got your back. And in some way, yeah, sometimes it could be toxic, but at the same time they had each other's backs. Right? And I and I respect that about them. Like, you know, the curtain call.
1: Yeah. But the, the, the curtain call's another big one. I mean, if you if you didn't talk about memories, you Scott Hall, obviously he's part of the curtain call and the curtain yeah. call is obviously faces and heels together and in front of a live audience for probably like the first time in wwf yeah. they wanted Blue's their lead. moment
0: they wanted to say goodbye
1: vince blew his lead but to them as you just mentioned friends come first yeah. and they wanted to give that moment to each other and they did it and yeah. it cost triple h some years of his career at the top level so yeah, you to get back I mean, to I mean like, yeah, so he was suffering for like, a good
0: few months. <laughs> Basically, the King of the Ring got taken away from him. But like, I think it was, like, after, like, SummerSlam, he actually, no, I think it was Survivor Series. I can't remember the specific date, but he'd go on to beat Mark Merrow uh, for the IC title. And then, obviously, he would go on to eventually win the King of Ring the Ring a year later, and then, you know, the rest <laughs> history about him. But it's just Absolutely. one thing in 12, like, just as I will actually if wrap this up in a minute, is mentioning, like, how we had that moment. We got to meet Scott Hall and... You know, we've got his autograph and the memories, and just you got to say, you know, I'm glad you're in a good place now, and you're you're basically my favorite. And yeah, you know, yeah. and I can tell that yeah. meant a lot to you, but one thing I saw is the outpouring on social media, other than one or two nickheads. I'm not going to mention them or we'll give them any airtime, but it was the outpouring. How many people actually got photos of him? Not just fans, but wrestlers and talent and you know, legends, and just everyone had a story, like it was Fucking awesome, just to see it. there's
1: so there's a story you actually told me, which I didn't know. So I asked you what what the tribute was about. But there was a big outpour of love and uh, disappointment, obviously, with the news from Paige, who's obviously a British-based uh, wrestler. Yeah, and you said that there was a lot of relations with him and their family, and he hoped with training Paige and her brother and things like that. And. I didn't know that, and that's really cool because you look at people like. I always say, "Oh, I'm sorry. oh
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I thought, you, I thought this is this going to be a bad story." <laughs> no, 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 no. You
1: look at people like Page giving a tribute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like Hulk really Hogan, awesome. who and Nick yeah. Kevin Nash, who obviously like his best friends. But you look at that range through all the eras of wrestling, mm-hmm. and he's got respect from all of the eras. You have yeah. got like Zack Ryder, who was another massive fan of his because obviously he had the IC title moment at Mania, and. That, he, I love yeah, that, like the picture, the picture and, in '94.
0: Yeah. At WrestleMania ten, and then the photo when Zack Ryder wins, I'm so happy I
1: won that belt at Mania. It reminded me of Scott, and Scott uh, took a picture with me with my belt, and it meant so much to him. You could tell, and he reminded me almost of myself when I met Scott. It was like a, a young fan who just admired him. Yeah, and that's another wrestler in the business, and that's the impact and the legacy that he's left on the current
0: roster. Yeah, the amount of people that are doing, like, you know, just little things like the smooth walk. Yeah, apparently he actually did that to avoid fans. And then it came, like, trademark. The, I can't do it properly because I'm oh, cool. sitting down.
1: I never knew, I never knew that. Uh,
0: um, but what if you get bored, like, even just the listeners and yourself, I don't know if you've seen it yet. So is it it just got uploaded for free. You know K, you know, KC Shoots, Sean Oliver? Yeah. He uploaded yeah. the Scott Hall one, and it's fantastic. It's about uh, two and a half hours long, but it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of the fan- It's Most of it is Q- Q&A and, you know, who's a dick and stuff like that. And it's really funny. Uh, if you do get time, like if you're not sure what to watch and you want to listen to Scott Hall talk as opposed to some old interviews, watch that. It was after the Hall of Fame and yeah. it's a really good interview. You can tell he's in a really good place as well. He's just really, he's just always he's naturally cool and he like he oozes much yeah. like, <laughs> uh, watching
1: I love watching interviews with Scott where he's older but he's got his life back because it means so much yeah. to see the last year. That's movie. how I wanted to sort, it sort of end place. this,
0: but I'm glad you've just mentioned it. But I'll let you continue with yeah, it.
1: No, I was just going to say, you know, towards the end, of course, you know, months before he passed, we, we were hearing through other wrestlers and that he was just having bad problems again, yeah, bad health yeah. issues. And that comes with the years of, you know, I will say it, the years of abuse of, you know, alcohol and substances have yeah. all been there. You know, I mean, like, he's he yeah, he, not he you know, on, didn't he? Well, we haven't touched on that,
0: but I mean, I don't know if
1: that's something that really. Not really. <laughs> I don't want to be, yeah, but, I mean, if you've yeah. seen the
0: documentary on him, if you've yeah. watched a few interviews, you'll kind of know the story it's, of it. Uh, it's deep. It's deep.
1: ESPN yeah. again. Another quick plug of the fast. ESPN video. That is all in that video. Uh, the information on that. Yeah. And it may well have been. It may well have. I'm not going to quote may it, it, it. May part, well have been the I start of, some of the hard times in Scott's life with dealing with yeah. dealing with that. Um. But yeah, just wrapping up on the bit I was mentioning just then, obviously mm-hmm. about the uh, the good times and stuff. You know, Scott he would have had his bad times in the last few months. Most people ill and close to their unfortunate end are not healthy. Um, but with Dallas's help, with his own uh, willpower, with his own mindset, wanting to be closer to his son again, we see a lot about, you know, the relationship he rebuilt with his son. With the support, I'm, I'm sure, everlasting love from Walkman and, and Nash, who are like brothers yeah. to Scott. Now, Kevin Nash's
0: people. Instagram post, out. oh my god, we that in the morning, that broke me. That, you really know, that was the first
1: thing I saw about this. And I, I called my mum who little quick shout out is a bit of a wrestling fan, you know, especially yeah, well. 90s wrestling. <laughs> and she she actually got a little bit a little bit teary on the phone yeah. because she knew from my meeting of Scott Hall and as we all grew up watching watching him and mm-hmm. I'd be doing my two pick flicks and i'll be doing raises edges on my school i, I wish
0: i had two picks but i was actually busy at work and i just she, came, I couldn't she leave she
1: knew that i that would have meant a lot to me and yeah. not touching on this in any detail but we also recently went through a loss in the family and yeah 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 uh, know. you know it was just another kind of reminder that you know someone can just go like that and you've got to cherish your friends cherish your family cherish your role models and uh cherish your memories you know. yeah. yeah life's short yeah make memories and you know not waste time because when Scott got back on the back on the mend, I'm sure he would have hoped for a little bit more. I know hundreds of times he said, "I should have been dead a hundred times," uh, and maybe, but it wasn't yeah. right. It wasn't. It wasn't his time. And. Look, I, I, I'd like to think he found peace with himself. He lived plenty of lifetimes, in my opinion. Yeah. He had the best got to see his son
0: wrestle. I mean, his son was in New Japan with the Bird yeah. Club. He got to be inducted to the Hall of Fame, not once, but twice. He got two, to two appear times on, fame, on you know, specific epi- like, multiple episodes of, like, Raw and SmackDown. Got his own DVD documentary, which I really enjoyed. Um, appeared in The Click and multiple other documentaries. You know, he got the a the second life, life DVD, because DVD, of DVD. Yeah. You yeah. know, and like it wasn't just, oh, uh, Scott Hall passed away. You know, like way before the Hall of Fame, and then you're inducting him when he wasn't there. He got that moment and the speech. Yeah. I'm going to quote. It's going to be the last one I say, and uh, everyone knows what I'm going to say. But th- th- it was only has to be. Has by, to be it was only I about five minutes, but he didn't want to talk too much. He really didn't. And didn't help that Mr. T talks about his mum for like 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> and then, anyway, no, I find it hard to criticise anyone
1: in the Hall of Fame because everyone thinks differently about how they should approach things. And yeah. I know other wrestlers, people say other ones deserve it more than others, but Mr. T wasn't a wrestler, but he created some mania moments. So you've got to give him If
0: you're talking about just like yeah. the, the, the celebrity part, whatever, he 100% deserves it. 100%. Yeah, I'm not really the biggest fan of Celebrity Wing, but if we have to induct some people, Mr. T, Mike Tyson, and Rodman are—they're the first in. And we will well, get Rodman to in one Rodman
1: day. Is, is, is Rodman is part of the NWO. Rodman yeah. would have been—you know—watch that match. Relationship with Hall, and I think Rodman, mm. in my opinion, is the best non-wrestler in wrestling. I think his bit in the NWO <laughs> was was incredible. I think he fit in. You got to think in the
0: '90s. He was the name in base in basketball. He was the name. Like him and Jordan. Um I have to might I might do a Twitter poll on this after this episode comes out. Cause I don't I'm trying to think no man, one I no think... one vote for Bad Bunny, please. I know he's a good I wrestler. I love Bad Bunny. I know he's man. a good wrestler. Him, I know no, he wrestled with his match. And Damian Preece, Johnny yeah, Knoxville or anyone like that. Dennis Rosham was an active NW. So I might member. say Bad Bunny. But I'm, I'm normally an old-school fan, but I love, love, love Bad Bunny. And I thought that's probably my favourite celebrity match. That I really like Lawrence Taylor against Bam Bam Bigelow. That's my level. We're going well off topic. Um yeah, so, <laughs> if you, This is the thing, is if you agree, just tweet out me. If you don't, then fuck off. But no, that's cool. No, no, that's cool. So we've... Yeah, so I think we've, we've, we've had, we've had a, a full-blown conversation about Scott's career. Mine nice. we personally have had when we first introduced to the bad guy i mean the guy's so he's so quotable man um the vignettes just created that character oh, no, i miss i miss vignettes i really do i actually said that in the conversation not i'll ago. clear
1: a table for you man you the <laughs> like bad thing.
0: man bad <laughs> man uh right just right ryan can you please as your send-off do the quote that you haven't done in years you used to do it to me all the time uh rick okay. flair WWF title celebration, 1992. It's on YouTube if anyone hasn't seen it. Let me know if Ryan nails it. Ryan, if you can, do the best, do it as best as you can, mate.
1: Give it a go. So, so Rick Flair's got the title, him and Perfect, and Bobby Heenan are popping some bottles, and Razor walks in, and, uh, hey, Razor, Razor, you know, and he comes over, and, uh, you know, they're talking, made a champ rain forever. But you got to remember, Rick Flair's just beat Randy Savage. <laughs> it's too bad about Randy Savage, mate. That happens, um, and Booker loves it, and you know they, they 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 talk. There's another another one of, of Scott Hall's uh, good little uh, tandems on telly was the Ric Flair tag team.
0: Oh, what with the promo build up to survive series? No, quite short
1: lived in WWF, but they uh, they had good chemistry, quite enjoyed it. I actually really it. like
0: that match to be honest. It's a, it's a fun match, but no, I think I mean, yeah, I can't do impression because I end up sounding like the rock. You've, you've asked yeah, for two rock. From me
1: now, so what your fans want is they want you to sign off with your quote. So, uh, fine.
0: I was just gonna say, survey says we're gonna miss Scott Hall. Uh, thank you for uh. Memories, the matches. I mean, my favorite match, Scott Hall. It's the popular answer it's Shawn Michaels, ladder match, best 10. One perfect, perfect match, and then I'll probably say Bret Hart, King of the Ring 93, which is a superb match, which opens up the show Um, but yeah, I mean, just I think the tribute, I think it's been a good tribute show, Brian. thank you for coming on again, I always say this, and I mean it, I will have you back, we could talk about celebrities and messmania or something like that, some absolute bollocks, who knows, but we always have a good time when you're here, Um, but I'll keep in touch with you, and I'll send you a message after we of have course, finished this. I think we can all
1: I think we can all agree but the, the loss of Scott Hall is a sad time. It's a bad time. Bad times don't last.
0: No, no, no. Bad guys do. Right. Just so you do know, sweat. hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Thank you, Scott Hall. Absolutely. There's going to be more episodes of What do You Call It podcast coming out very soon. But for now, everyone, ah. Uh, <laughs>
1: Sweet!
0: Lights Camera Action Hello there, I've got a special announcement for my next guest. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this is WWE Hall of Famer Brett the Hitman Heart and you're listening to what do you wait. <laughs> <laughs> I oh just gonna keep Hey <laughs> This is Jay George and your list oh, You're not listening. You're about you're going to listen to what what do you call it? What do you call it? Podcast.
1: The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com.